0: Warning! Spinning on two wheels contains language, themes, and references that are inappropriate for the ears of children, sensitive grandparents, and public forums. Headphone use is recommended. Hey y'all! I'm Peggy, the kick ass knitter. My pronouns are she, her, hers. I'm yarned, a little dangerous, and definitely bad to the bone. Grab your knitting and throw open the throttle. It's time to kickstart this episode of Spinning on Two Wheels. Hey, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to any new listeners out there. Hi, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. And welcome, welcome back, all my lovely returning listeners. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to episode 45. I'm sure I'll have a title at some point (laughs) of Spinning on Two Wheels. I kind of come up with the titles as I record the episode. Um, Themes just evolve naturally. Today's episode is being recorded on Wednesday, May 10th, 2023, and will include a Life on the Road update, open throttle, stall, and a trip through the scenic route. So punch into gear, and let's roll on! Everyone knows that life can make for a bumpy ride. When it gets tough or impacts the show, I want to let you know. So, whether it's a detour, rest stop, or unplanned off-roading, let's have a little chat about life on the road. First up in life on the road, uh, my voice, my voice feels completely shot because this past weekend, uh, from the time recording, was the 50th annual Maryland Sheep and Wool Festival. Woo! It's sheep and wool. It's sheep and wool. It's sheep and wool. Sheep and wool. Sheep and wool. We hosted some friends, and as such, I interacted with far more people than I have in a while. So my voice is still recovering. And I have written and recorded a recap of the festival. It will be available for free via Substack just as soon as I can get it edited and posted. Just wanted to let y'all know, this is why I sound like a gremlin. And with that, we're going to cruise right along to the next segment. But first, this message. At the onset of shelter in place, crafters answered the call. The time had come to use that special yarn in the stash, but sadly, there wasn't enough to last. But with your help, a crafter can stay sane. With your generous pledge of just $5 a month, you can change a crafter's life. Please consider pledging at patreon.com slash twowheelspodcast. Broke Crafters of Central Maryland is not a real charity. Broke Crafters of Central Maryland is not a real business. Pledges made at the provided link go solely to the support spinning on two wheels and its creators. This is Open Throttle getting you up to speed on my current projects. The first update I want to give you is that Husbando's 2023 sweater is still going. I just started the front of the Sandy Neck Pullover by Moira Engel, Husbando's favorite designer. I've finished with the one-by-one ribbing. That's knit one, purl one for the uninitiated. And if you are not a fiber person, you're still welcome here. I want to point that out. You're still welcome here. I got distracted. I get distracted a lot. Um, I finished with the one by one, knit one, purl one ribbing at the bottom. And I am three rows, three rows into the cables. My speaking notes say two, but I got an extra row on. Last night, between writing my speaking notes and recording. So, yo-yo! Yeah, yeah. The yarn for this sweater, and for all of husband, most, not all, Peggy, most, most of Husbando's uh, yearly sweaters is Miss Babs Yowza, a DK weight, 100% superwash merino, and this is in the colorway Old Gold. I love the Miss Babs Yauza skeins for Husbando's sweater. He is six foot four, and um, I need lots of yarn. And the Yauza skeins are like four times the size of a standard skein of yarn, so I have to buy fewer of them, which means I'm far more likely to be able to meet and match dye lots. Anyway, next up in Open Throttle is Operation Sock Drawer. Say it with me. What? What? I, I got a few chances to work on. The second of the Meandros Socks by Sandy Rosner while at Maryland Sheep and Wool. Um, hmm, a, little, a few, a few. <laughs> I managed to only bring three double point needles in my project bag somehow. And so one of my purchases was a set of 225 millimeter handcrafted hexagonal needles, double points. A, I wanted to test it out. They're a little bit more ergonomic than perhaps round ones, and I'm interested. I want to try it. But mostly because one simply cannot stick to a budget while walking around and seeing all of the beautiful yarn without a project in hand or at least I I can't I can't it was by the needles or by all of the yarn and eat nothing not even ramen for six months I chose food I chose life and I chose the needles so over the weekend I was able to cast on for the sock this second sock, unless you are Knitting Daddy Greg, friend of the show, and marvelous host on uh, Crits and Knits, as well as the Unraveling podcast with fiber magician Pam. If you are Knitting Daddy Greg, don't worry, it's the first sock I'm just knitting it after. For the rest of us who believe in sequential time and numbers... This is the second sock I was able to cast on and I made a few rows of headway into the cuff, much like the first sock for these Meandro socks. How many times can I say socks in five seconds? Do we think sock, 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 sock? No, we're not going to do that. Anyway, like the first sock, I've been using the qualities of the entanglement self-striping yarn from String Theory Colorwork in the colorway thermite reaction to my advantage. Basically I could start the cuff at the spot in the yarn where the colors transition to red so that both socks completely match and uh, it just comes out looking like an actual set of socks and not slightly off. If that's your aesthetic, hey, go for it. It's not what I'm going for for this pair. And the self-striping property, the self-striping property of the yarn just means that I don't have to count rows and switch yarns. I don't have to um, have a whole bunch of little skeins of yarn, little balls of yarn going everywhere with me. It just does it all by itself automatically automatically so nice and the last thing to report in open throttle is i have been making progress still making progress on the dna sweater by andrea cull that i am making for a friend i'm using neighborhood fiber company's studio horsted in the colorway truxton circle which is named after a neighborhood in dc and the beautiful violet color keeps distracting me from making more progress. It's definitely that, and not, not the series of five complex cables each row. Totally. Um, that I, the five complex cables that I also have to keep separate counts for because the DNA double helixes, helixi? I Helixes have to mirror each other and can't be exact copies. Nor could the pattern have been published with a chart for each of the DNA double helix cables. One just starts at row one and the other at row 23. And after that, the knitter has to keep track of the whole thing. Totally, totally not that. I definitely, definitely do not have to pause every twice every row every other row every row actually every row and double check where i am in the chart in two different spots to make sure that i'm getting this right and because sometimes in the middle of this cable one is doing moss stitch in which you knit one pearl one across and then on the wrong side Instead of knitting the knits and purling the pearls, as is usual in a cable design, um, in these middle bits, you have to purl the knits and knit the pearls, which just feels wrong. But it's not all of the time in the center of these double helixes. So, you know, I, it's definitely not that I have to keep stopping and double-checking. Because after I send this to its intended recipient, I can't just, you know, go, whoops, I see I made a mistake there. Rip it back off of him and fix it. He's across the country. So I want it to be good. I want it to be perfect. But it's totally what's slowing me down on this project is totally that I am constantly pausing and admiring the gorgeous color from Neighborhood Fiber Company. I mean, that's true too. And if I was clever about this pattern, I would have downloaded it onto my Knitting Companion app, where I have the ability to keep separate counters, like up to five. But I own this pattern in a physical copy, which means that if I were to create a PD- uh, get a PDF of it, I'd have to pay for it again. And... Maryland Sheep and Wool was last weekend. I do not have the funds to pay for it again. I will have to see if I have another option. I don't know. Maybe I can scan it into my computer. and Make a PDF that way. You know what? I'm going to have to look into that. Suffice to say, I'm getting... I'm slowed down on this a little bit. I'm starting to be able to read just these cable designs and intuitively know what I'm supposed to do next, but the double helixes on both sides slow me down. They do. I feel like they shouldn't, but they do. And on that note, I'm going to roll on to the next segment after this break. This episode is brought to you by my mom's yarn stash. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh my god. Oh my god. Oh, 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 oh my god. Mom. Ooh, oh my god. Oh my god. Motorcycles choke out. Yarn makes tangles. Sometimes you have to drop out of gear, restart the engine, and figure out what the hell happened before you get back on the road. Welcome to Stalled. Oh, yeah, we're here. For once. For once, this will be a short segment, because I can only think of one semi-fuck-up, and it actually wasn't the DNA sweater like I maybe may have led you to believe. It was the first time that I picked up Husbando's sweater in, in a little while. Do we remember when I talked several, many, many episodes ago about ADHD brain making life difficult by transposing left and right. It does that. Uh, it still does that. It's kind of annoying. Well, it did it again. It did it again. And I made the left cable for Hisbando's cable design on the right side of the sweater. And by right side, I mean incorrect. I put the left one on the right side and the right one on the left side. And I had to go, wait a second. I know something's not right there. (laughs) Like I caught it right away. But still, still, I feel it is important for me to share the good, the bad, and the yarny. And we're going to continue on after this break. And I'm not sorry about the pun. I've never Never sorry about the puns. After this break. This episode brought to you by Gage Rage. When you're dating, and you just can't get gauge. Gage! Welcome to Scenic Route, where Audio Man has insisted I put my ramblings through the scenic highways and byways of mostly my garden. This is where I gush about my plants we are in scenic route uh so the red i have a red climbing rose not the difficult and still monitored joseph's coat roses but just a regular red climbing rose and it's been the first to bloom this year much to the delight of husbando's goddaughter who came down and stayed with us for maryland sheep and wool she only wanted to do the festival one day so uh she was just enchanted by quite a bit of the garden. We also found several pea pods ready for harvesting. I think three, three whole pea pods. There's probably more by now. And I know, I know that seems kind of asinine, like, oh, th- you're, you're reporting on three pea pods ready for eating on a knitting podcast. Really, Peggy? Um, but both Husbando and I really wanted this weekend to be fun for her, We knew she wasn't really going to be interested in sheep and wool for both days. Not all day, both days. So while her mom, my mom, Labra Dad, and I were at the festival on Sunday, she had enough for the weekend and chose to instead have a delightful day with her godfather, her father, father, and sweetheart. They had a tea party, they built some forts, And they did some flower arranging, because evidently, my veritable rainbow of irises was too good to pass up, so she and husbando went around the entire yard, cutting only the best blooms to make some beautiful bouquets. And I'm really touched that other people also get enjoyment out of my garden makes me happy. And that, that brings us to the end of the road. It's a short one. Show notes, along with images, links to all of the places to find and support the show, as well as everything else can be found on the website twowheelspodcast.com audio and emotional support by my brother Larry. Hi everybody. You can find more of his work nowhere because he is an enthusiastic amateur. If you liked the episode, you can support the show, its creators, and get funny bonuses and outtakes by subscribing to our Substack. It's completely free, but contributions are greatly appreciated. If you would like to support the show in a non monetary way, do the podcasty things. Give us a star rating, leave a review, and tell every kick ass fiber friend you have. Positive reviews and five star ratings help new people find the show. And finally, the music welling up is organ rock, classic hard rock by Julius H and is used under a common license. Thank you again for joining me. And remember, I'm revving for you. We're all in this together. Keep your wheels on the road. To the bone.